let me hear it. it money money talks your trusted resource for your money your your, your, your future your life chicken Being research analysts and uh, looking into things and the way that we invest, uh, we've got a case study, which is what we we do almost on a weekly basis. Um, case studies about laddering fixed income investments. Uh, it's a concept that we talk about as the 10-year rule. But let me lay out a few things first. We got uh, Ray and Elizabeth. Uh, who are aged 53 and 49, respectively, have income uh, combined about $150,000. Uh, they've got a daughter who's 14, and uh, they say they've subscribed to the 10-year rule. Uh, they have bonds coming due when their daughter will need the money for college. So that's one of those needs. Usually we think about it as a retirement, but in this case, they've got uh, college money. A daughter at 14 and four years, she's going to need some money to go to school. Um, uh, they've got some assets, uh, you know, between his and her 401k, about a hundred thousand. They've saved on a 529 plan, which is an educational uh, savings account, uh, almost twenty-two thousand dollars, and they've got some emergency savings. Um, but they want to know, you know, what what exactly how how this works, and and uh, you know some of the aspects about it. They both save and max out their Roth IRAs uh, with uh, eight hundred a month, and they're in their uh, brokerage as well. Um, so uh, what is bond laddering or fixed income laddering of investments and how does this work? Uh, basically, in a nutshell, it's it's a, a byproduct of financial planning. Uh, what you do is you go in and you determine how much you've spent uh, over the past years um, so that you know exactly how much you're going to have to spend in the future. In this case, it's a little more specialized because they're looking at college expenses. Sure. Uh, like I say, af after you've got the plan together, you know the timing of the cash flow that you're going to need. And uh, the 10-year rule, as we uh, operate it, uh, says that if you get within 10 years of a known expenditure that you're going to use for your with your assets that you currently have, that you should not have those assets uh, Exposed, exposed to the equity market, so not in stocks. Yeah, so in short, you're matching you know, your investments with, with your expenses, the timing that you'll need them. So if I need right. $40,000 five years from now, I'm, I, in theory, would buy a bond that would mature five years from now. Right, and, and in that same dollar amount, $40,000. Sure. $40, so uh, it, it really is just that simple, uh, you know, knowing that you've got – and one of the things that we always talk about is, uh, you know, it would be fine. Today's market rates uh, are ridiculous, so a lot of people are trying to reach a little further and get uh, something that might not have the absolute best credit. But when you're planning on these things for, uh, for a specific spending need, uh, one of the other things we do is make sure that the quality – is actually really good. So Absolutely. We, we buy municipal bonds with a double A or better rating by any of the major uh, rating agencies. Yeah, that double, double A, two, S&P, and Moody's. Right. Uh, and we always make sure, you know, because back in the – before 2007 and eight, we saw uh, a lot of companies that would uh, come out and um, insure those bonds to give them that higher rating. If it's an insured bond, we always make sure that it has an underlying, meaning the the entity that actually issued the bond has a rating of A or better with an overall of at least, as you said, AA2, AA by S&P. That's right. And uh, 
as you mentioned, you know, we're in a low interest rate environment. So our standards aren't, you know, the same all the time. You have right. to kind of mold them as the market moves. For example, we like to keep maturity short right now. The reason behind that is the Fed is in a period of uh, increasing interest rates. And because of that, bonds react in a way that some people don't quite understand. But as rates go up, prices come down. Right. Um, so well, let's say – go we ahead, We can Troy. flesh that out a little bit if you want. I mean uh, the basic reason is it's a contract. A bond is a contract between the borrower – uh, and the individual who's giving them the money, right? Sure. And there are two things that are set. Number one, you've got a face value, which is the amount that you're going to get at the end of the bond, and then you have a coupon, which is your interest rate. And right? this assumes we're talking about fixed coupons. There fixed are other coupon. bonds there? out there that fluctuate, but in this case, we're talking about bullets, uh, you know, Bullet set maturity, of, right. uh, not variable interest rate. Right, and they also have zero coupons that are issued at a discount, and they grow to the face value over time as well. A whole different subject, but uh, basically when it boils down to it, it's a contract between the borrower uh, and the the, uh, lender, and you've got known cash flows at at specific times. It's the reason that it's easier to use those for for, uh, financial planning, and, uh, you know, as I was pointing out, when when uh, yields change in the market, you you wind up having uh, the price of the bond, the price at which it would sell between uh, a, a purchaser and a and a seller. Um, you have that price fluctuate based on interest rates increase, the price goes down. Sure. They decrease, the price goes up. Yeah, and because of that, we keep our maturities pretty short right now. We're not, not recommending buying bonds outside of five years. And that's to keep the sensitivity to a change in interest rates as limited as possible. And and when you talk about the high-quality standards that we use, double-A or better, um, for municipal bonds, uh, we find ourselves buying a lot of CDs uh, insured by the FDIC. And the Absolutely. reason we're buying these is because with that high of quality standards and that short of, of maturity, it's hard to find a municipal bond that will yield more than a CD, even on a tax-equivalent basis. Right, yeah, especially in, in uh, non, no. uh, non-taxable, non-taxable accounts, accounts in IRA, time. anything of that right. sort. So, you know, this, again, would not be a situation where that comes into play, um, but, but surely you have a lot of things to think about. Uh, one of the things that we'll talk about is, uh, as far as, you know, we mentioned what the price would be. If you're holding the bond of maturity, do you really care? No, you shouldn't. As long you're still as going to get that default, face ba- you know, value back. Right. You you can easily plan for the cash flows that you're going to receive. You're going to probably get two coupon payments a year. Uh, some of the CDs that we see don't have a coupon payment until the very and end. And some of them have a monthly. Right. And, uh, you know, so, so you've got multiple different cash flows. You've got things that... Uh, uh, that you that you're going to deal with uh, that that you still need to be concerned about maybe, um, but in the end you're looking for that timing and the amount of the cash flow to match whatever and spending you need, need you had. Uh, there's a few other things you mentioned. We're going to keep interest rates low. We keep interest rates low because the Fed, you know, you're trying to avoid interest rate risk. Maturity uh, short, yeah. Uh, right, right. I'm not sure what I said. <laughs> I'll, I'll uh, assume that you corrected me properly. <laughs> One of the other things is, what about premiums and discounts? Sure. Um, especially right now, if you go out in the market and try and buy a municipal bond, you're going to see that you're going to have to pay a pretty significant premium. 
to buy bond, and that's just that's just a function of the way market prices have gone. And that's um, a premium, meaning it's going to be you're going to pay more than par the, face, value. the face value of the bond. You're going to pay more for. Sure. Right. And as the Fed increases interest rates, you would expect that those premiums are going to come down. Right. And uh, also, when it matures, you know that it's going to mature at a price less than that. Sure. Uh, we wanted to make one more mention, and it was uh, bending the ten-year rule. So the ten-year rule is that you build a bond ladder. Uh, out for, uh, you know, anything that's within the next 10 years, uh, the closer you get to that first instance where you need uh, your assets that you've saved over time, uh, the longer your bond, bond ladder gets. Um, but with the uh, low interest rate environment we're dealing with right now, Nick, um, we do have a few other options that we deal with. Uh, one thing is we, we have uh, seen some maturing bond ETFs. Uh, that we've we've actually used. You can get them in uh, the whole treasuries. You can get them that have uh, just regular corporate bonds and, and, have high and investment grade. And, and the key word there is maturing bond ETFs. They're not just short-term bond ETFs right. or, or with a no bond mutual date. fund with no maturity date and a portfolio of a bunch of different maturities. Exactly. These are that, structured. There actually happened. is a liquidity event at the exactly. end. Right. There's a date. It, it yeah. harkens back to the fact that it's, it's easier to uh, plan for your finances if you have a known cash flow at a specific point in time. Now, the, the cash flow is not necessarily known, uh, but they're so limited in their volatility, or they have been over over history, uh, that we've uh, that that we feel confident that you can invest in these, maybe boost your your uh, interest a little bit, uh, and and still have a product that's safe to plan for, uh, you know, your your spending needs. Sure. Uh, some of the other things that we've seen folks do when it goes out, you know, on the longer end. Uh, is um, dividend-paying stocks. Dividend-paying stocks. We, sure. we see that quite a bit. This has been a production of Hensler Money Talks. All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.